All right, well, we're not, uh, we're going to start again, hallelujah, but we're just going to press forward. Like I said, if the signal breaks, then uh, just wait one hour and we will upload things so that people can enjoy today's broadcast. But Father, we just pray over the signal tonight. We ask, Father, for good connection on the internet. Uh, We just, uh, whatever is causing the, the down of the signals here in Kasaria. We just ask for it to be restored in Yeshua's name, that we can have a good time of fellowship and good connection here today in Israel. Hallelujah. So we just commit this time before you, Father. We lay a foundation of prayer. We proclaim that it's not by might nor by power, but it's by the Ruach HaKodesh. It's by your Spirit. And Father, we want to press in today. We want to receive from you. We just speak the fire of the Spirit over our lives that you will uh, inspire us, that you will challenge us in the Spirit over our walk, that we can see your kingdom come and your will done. So we commit this time, Father. And we are th- we thank you that as we are pressing forward this week, we're dealing with transformation going forward. We are seeking to go forward. We cancel out all assignments of backsliding. Come on. If you're joining with us tonight, just make this declaration. I am not built to backslide. I am built to go forward in Yeshua's name. We're pressing forward in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Okay, we've got Keith coming in from Liverpool. Uh, We've got um, Randy as well joining us. Uh, Welcome, Randy. Where are you watching from? Shalom, shalom. Thanks for joining with us. So let's just press forward and uh, we'll just enjoy a time in the Spirit. Um, This series that we've been doing for the last three days, I believe, is very important uh, because what we're doing is we're dealing with all of the alignment that we need to walk by faith and not by sight. We've got to get to the place where we know that we are standing upon His Word. His Word is truth. And uh, we want to see the victory in Yeshua. And before we, we read from uh, Hebrews chapter 12, um, I'm just going to refer back to 1 John chapter 5. Um, if you watched a little bit of preview before, then bear with us as we get through this. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. This is the confidence we have in approaching Elohim, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked for. Hallelujah. We release the confidence of the Spirit into our lives. You know, we are approaching the throne of Yehovah. We are coming into his presence. We are not walking in religion. We're walking in relationship. Hallelujah. We are pressing forward. So we want to shout the victory tonight as we press in because we want to see his kingdom come and his will done within our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So let's turn to Hebrews chapter 12. We're going to open from there. Uh, got Randy says a few years ago in the Galilee. Excellent. Uh, from Colorado. Oh, you came to see us in the Galilee, did you? That's cool. Excellent. Well, welcome. Thanks for joining with us. It's good to see everyone uh, signing in right now. Remember to give us a shout out. I don't see the thumbs up, so just give us a shout out in the message. If the Father gives you a scripture, if you have a word, um, you know, that you want to share, just put the 
chapter, the verse, uh, the book, the chapter, the verse, and just paste one or two verses so I see it coming up on the feed so we can fellowship together. We want to be an encouragement together in Yeshua. Hallelujah. Okay, um, and just, you know, if you see the feed's gone, just write in the message so that I know because I'm just going to press forward. I won't really know if the feed's gone or not or if we've got audio or whatever. So anyway, I appreciate you just uh, working with us um, as we seem to be having broadband issues here in Israel tonight. Hallelujah. Anyway. Hebrews chapter 12, we're going to read uh, just a, a few verses. It says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run the race with perseverance, the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Yeshua, the author and perfecter of our faith. We're talking about faith tonight. We're talking about establishing our lives in the place of faith. Okay, so so Yeshua, he's the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of Elohim. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful man, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Hallelujah. We are not going to go weary and lose heart. There's a few key things that we want to look at within this verse. Welcome, Russell. Good to see you from Liverpool. Thanks for joining with us. Uh, We're talking about throwing off everything that hinders. What are the things that hinder? And just before we finish the broadcast yesterday, we talked about this. You know, let's take account of our lives. What's hindering you in your faith walk? What's hindering you in your journey? Do you find that the enemy is locking you up so tight that you don't have time to get into his presence? What blocks you when you try to study the word? Is it your thoughts? Uh, Is it anxiety? Are you dealing with a spirit of fear? Then before we move forward, what we need to do is we've got to be people who are... uh, proclaiming and making a declaration over our lives, over the areas where we see weakness. If you see uh, a weak weak spot within a boat, what you want to do is you want to strengthen that area so in the midst of of, of traveling through the water, you know you're not going to bust a leak. Okay, so what we're looking for is we're looking at how we strengthen every aspect within our lives. We want to see uh, every aspect of our life strengthened. And that's our goal. We talked yesterday about being spiritual bodybuilders. Hallelujah. We want to build ourselves up in the most holy faith. And, you know, it's so encouraging as we press forward, as we're building each other up in the Spirit, as we're sharing our faith together, sharing the Word together, proclaiming His name together. So if we're going to see, you know, exploits, you know, what did we talk about yesterday? We talked about radical faith. Radical faith. And listen, when I'm talking the word radical faith, I'm just talking about normal faith. But this world makes normal faith look like, oh man, it's radical. No, it's just normal. It's how faith should be, you know. You know, (coughs) 
we've just got to get to that place where we are truly walking in faith, that we are living life by the Spirit. You've got to say to the flesh, you know, lay down. We, we present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Yehovah, is our spiritual act of worship. And we're saying, Father, we're not going to conform to the patterns of this world. We choose to be transformed with the renewing of our mind. We shout the victory. We proclaim the victory. But we want to be developed in the spirit. We don't want to be babes that's always spending time just in the milk of the word. We want to grow and walk in the Father. So it doesn't matter what you face. It doesn't matter what you are surrounded with. You will have authority in the spirit. You know, just the other day when when this uh, large, vicious dog was uh, coming up against me when I was walking the dog, because of my stand and because of how I communicated to this dog that's showing me its teeth, you know, this guard dog, it backed off. It slowed down. You know, do we have authority when we're dealing with the enemy? Are we equipped? You know, as we, we talked about, you know, just that little verse that's for children in Sunday school. Remember that verse? Sweet little baby Jesus verse, you know? <laughs> in Ephesians chapter 6 about putting on the armor of Yehovah. That's right. This is a radical verse. This is not just for, for kindergarten Sunday school, for, for children's Sunday school. No, this is for authority and walking in the spirit for the pulling down of strongholds and bringing forth the victory of Yeshua within our lives. Finally, be strong in Yehovah and in his mighty power. And that's what we want to release over our lives today, that we will be people that are functioning in his mighty power. And that's what you need to put on the armor of Yehovah. We we are proclaiming it's time to move into a new dimension of faith. We are not going to be satisfied with the old life. We are proclaiming for the pioneer walk. We are proclaiming, Father, here I am. Send me, use me. And we are, we are proclaiming that it's time for the, the army of Yehovah to rise up. I'm just going to put a marker in there. So if I want to come back to that. We want to see the army of Yehovah rise up in this day. We want to be an encouragement. And, you know, it doesn't take much to realize that your spirit man is ready. Your spirit man is ready. So what is in the road of us seeing the miraculous, the signs and wonders and miracles? What's in the road from the wisdom of Yeshua coming forth from our mouth and bringing transformation? What's in the road? What obstacles are in place stopping us from speaking directly into kings, into uh, uh, authorities, into leaders of nations? What's in the road? What's stopping those in our families who are not accepting the Messiah, what is hindering them from coming to faith? What's in the road? If we will proclaim, if we will show the glory of Yehovah, you know, people have got to get to the place where they, they are making a decision because his glory is being revealed. In the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, it says, um, in verse 34, no longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother saying, no, Yehovah, because they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest declares Yehovah. They will all know me. You know, it doesn't matter if you believe in me. 
It doesn't matter if you're going to choose to follow me, but because of the works of Yehovah in this day, the heathen, the believer, everyone will know him. They will know who he is. They will be hiding and trying to get into a little place of darkness because the light will be exposing the sin and the evil that's going on within their lives. And some people will have such a love for evil that they will not come to Messiah. But here's the key. Are we walking in a way? Are we walking in his presence in such a way that his glory is being revealed? So let's change how we are praying and uh, handling our life situations. Instead of praying, you know, for us to have the opportunity to speak words so you know into people's lives. Let's have the demonstration power of the Holy Spirit so that people have to stand back in awe and look at what Yehovah is doing. Why? Because we are called to be equipped spiritually. Do we have the fruits of the Holy Spirit in our life? And I'm not just talking about a little bit of joy on the side. Okay, oh, you know, it's so it's such a blessing to know you. You've just got so much joy and that's just so beautiful. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about exploits in the kingdom. And that's what we're dealing with right now as we're dealing with transformation. How do we get to a place where you cannot recognize me anymore? You can't look back even a few months. You can't look back a few years and say, well, it's just the same old, same old Kenny Russell. It's just the same old, same old Russell. It's just the same old, same old Esther. Welcome. Thanks for joining, Esther. Good to see you. We've got Cheryl in as well. Welcome. You know, Barbara in as well from Philadelphia. Welcome. You know, it's not just the same old Barbara, the same old Cheryl. You know, Cassandra, welcome. You know, put your name in there. I want to be changed. I want to be so different in the spirit that those who are around me cannot recognize me anymore. They have to accept the new me in Messiah. So come on, that's what we're rising up for. That's what we're getting ready for. As we're coming to Shavuot, there's going to be some incredible prophetic words that will be released. And the question is, are we going to be ready to receive? Are we going to be ready to walk in the actions of the Spirit? Hallelujah. So in the place of praying, you know, I've fasted and prayed and interceded for, uh, for, for certain people to be ripe unto harvest. But what was the key things that brought them to Messiah? It wasn't just that I prayed. It was the opportunity for the demonstration power of the Holy Spirit. You know, there was, there was one gentleman who was like, you know, a J.R. type of character. You know, total atheist you know don't talk to him about god he's got his life altogether he's a self-made multi-millionaire he's got everything sorted you know you know going through tough times within his life and i was just asking the father for the ability to communicate how can i minister to this individual i was claiming him for yeshua i was fasting for his salvation I was making declaration. I know there was many other people that were praying, Father, save this guy in Yeshua's name. Bring him to Messiah. And what was the key? The key when I met with him, 
you know, I met with him many times uh, over this time of fasting and praying. And, you know, I wasn't even fasting and praying specifically for him. I was praying for the health of another person. I was on a 40-day fast that the Father would not just save his life, but extend his life and give him a supernatural blessing to continue in ministry and to walk by faith. And that gentleman is still alive today, and he was on the verge of death 20, nearly, what, 20, 28 years ago. So I was praying for him 27 years ago, 27 and a half years ago, <laughs> in three days and 12 hours. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, like 27 and a half years ago, I was interceding. Haley and I prayed for him for 40 days and 40 nights. And during that time of prayer, during that time of fasting, we were lifting up other things as well. We spent the 40 days in intercession and pressing in and taking hold of the things that the Father was calling us to focus on in the Spirit. I expect to see supernatural transformation, but what price are you willing to pay to see His glory manifest within your life? What price are you willing to pay? What price will you pay? Will you, you know, are you just going to fast because of things that you're going through? Or will you fast and stand in the gap for those that are suffering and facing challenges and facing difficulty? Last year, I tell you, what a rejoicing time it was for me when I was fighting for my life in intensive care with a virus in my heart and just suddenly all of these attacks coming on my life. And when the Father led me to pray, there was so many people that stood up from around the world, you know, many people. And they said, we are praying with you. We are standing with you. We're going to fast we're going to pray. We're going to press in for the victory over your life. Hallelujah. So it's not just about fasting and praying for things that you need, for things that you want. Why is the Father calling you to fast? What are you interceding for? You don't fast so that you can manipulate God to do things. That's not why we fast. We fast to align ourselves so that the channel of His glory, the, the power of the Spirit can manifest through our life, that the Ruach HaKodesh can move through us in a greater dimension. That's why we fast. We're saying we are, we are denying the flesh. We're saying we're not even going to give you food. We, we are going to live life by the Spirit. And yesterday there was a few people that were responding to the call and were recognizing prophetically that the Father is calling you to fast, that this is important. Yes, you know, the disciples were trying to get the demon out of this person and, you know, Yeshua comes along and he speaks a word. Boom! Deliverance. The disciples are like, what's with that? You know, we've been using your name. We've been proclaiming the kingdom. We've been seeing signs and wonders and miracles. But with this situation, we had no victory. We were having nothing. You walk in, boom. What's with that? And Yeshua said, this kind only comes out with prayer and fasting. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you for this purpose. Set your life's plan to be one that will fast on a regular basis. Every single month we should be fasting. You know, there's some, uh, th there's some ministries that require you to fast every single week. 
you know, look at the, uh, the uh, who was it? The foundation of the Methodist Church. You had to fast every single week if you want to minister in the Methodist Church right, right back in the day. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's something powerful about fasting. Are we losing connection? <laughs> like our internet. Let's have a look at what's going on. It says our, fl- our frames are bad right now. So we just pray right now. Father, we proclaim a, a strong connection right now on the internet. We-, we say no drop frames in Yeshua's name. We speak over this internet to come alive in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Welcome, B. Good to see you in Texas. Thanks for joining with us. So we are pressing in. We want to see the transformation we want to make a decision. We are going forward. We're, we're in the spring feast. We're not out of the spring feast yet. We're on the seven-week countdown to Shavuot. Hallelujah. Come on, let's press in. Let's take hold of what's going on in the spirits. And, you know, what are we talking about right now? Throw off everything that hinders. What's hindering you? Is your mind all screwed up, taking you in the wrong direction? Then let's renew the mind. Oh, brother, you don't know what I'm going through. My mind is not just, you know, me having a few problems. I'm damaged because of this and this and this. And I'm, you know, I've got mental problems and I, I, need, I need help. And listen, if you will remain in the Word, if you will press in, it doesn't matter what your condition, it doesn't matter what you're facing. This is the day for a mighty outpouring of the Spirit and victory in Yeshua. And I'm calling you to move into a greater dimension of the Spirit. That's your choice. You know, you can sit back and go, wow, look at what the Father's doing in this person. Look at what the Father's doing in that person. But let me tell you something. The Father's speaking directly to you today. He says, I'm calling you. I'm calling you in my presence. I'm calling you in my ways. I'm calling you to go forward in my name. Go in my name, says Yehovah. Don't sit back. Don't wait back. But don't look back. We want to go forward in Yeshua's name. We want to set our face like a flint. I am proclaiming it's the time of the pioneer walk. It's the time where we get to that place where we say it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable to be in lack. It's not acceptable to have the vision of Yahovah with no provision. What's the enemy trying to do? Is he trying to hinder your faith walk? then we deny him access. We say you will not have access. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight. We're going to see the victory of Yeshua manifest in our lives. So who does the Father use? Does he use the people who are lifted up by man? Or does he use the people like Gideon? When the angel of Yehovah, when the Messiah, Yeshua, comes to Gideon, you mighty man of war. (laughs) What? Who? Me? Is your GPS out? You know? You look angelic. You look, you know, like the Messiah. Don't you know where you've ended up? The denial of self, the denial to accept who you are. 
Who does the Father say you are? Who's Yeshua saying you are? Will you receive from him? And listen, what we've got to do, we've got to press in in the Spirit till we understand who we are. This is what gives us confidence. This is what gives us the, the ability to press forward. Throw off everything that hinders. And the sin that does what? It so easily entangles. It doesn't take a lot of sin to start entangling you up. You know, just look at a fishing net. You look at it and you think, well, that net's not much. But, you know, you start joining that little bit of cord and start tangling it up and tying it up into knots and into squares and shapes. Before you know it, that that string becomes this big net. And that net that's not powerful on its own becomes so powerful when it's all joined together. It's able to be thrown over you. It's able to tie you up so you can't move and you can't function. So what are we doing? Let's get rid of the sin that so eagerly, easily, <laughs> eagerly, easily entangles us. And I love it. It says, let us run with perseverance. Oh, I've made a decision. <laughs> I've made a decision. I, I, I've... I'm going to persevere. I don't know about you, but I'm going to persevere. I'm not going to sit back and just uh, wonder, you know, oh, you know, well, I just, I'm not feeling it right now. You know, <laughs> what do we need to do? We need to get what? Determination in our hearts. Come on. Are you determined to see the victory of Yeshua? Are you determined to see the dead rise? Are you determined to see his glory revealed? Are you determined to see entire cities, entire nations supernaturally transformed in the presence of Yehovah? Oh man, I'm going to persevere. I'm not just running trying to get fit. I'm not just running. I'm running what? The race that is marked out for us. Hebrews chapter 12, if you're just joining, welcome, Jerry. Great to see you. Hallelujah. I'm running the race. Patrick in Belgium, welcome. Thanks for joining. We're running the race. Then the race is already marked out. The question is, are we going to hit the mark or are we going to walk in sin? Are we going to take that arrow in the bow? Are we going to fire that straight towards the target It's the race that is marked out for you. What do we have to do? You've got to fix our eyes. We need to fix our eyes on Yeshua. You know, if you've got to get the television, if you've got to throw it out, if you've got to make decisions, you know, start disciplining your life. Where's the procrastination? Listen, if you're creative, you're going to have lots of procrastination. Oh, that's just what creative people are like. Musicians, artists, creative people, you know, painters, you know, they've just got to have that moment. That you know, look, I'm a musician too. I've just got to get to that place. I, that, that's why I can't say, see you tomorrow at 7. I don't know if it's going to be 7 o'clock. You know, I'm one of those creative people. I've just got to flow with the Spirit. I, I can't tell you, see you at 7. I don't know if if the power of God is going to be manifesting and moving and functioning in my life at that moment. I don't know if I've spent the time I need to spend to release what the Father is speaking into my life at that moment. I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's going to be seven o'clock every day it might be 
12 o'clock at night. It might be 6 o'clock. It might be 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I want to be in pursuit of him. And I've just learned how to walk in the spirit with my gifting and my calling and how I need to flow and how I need to function. You might be someone who likes to have it all together, have all your structures and, you know, your timetables and that's why we've got the podcast for you. You can go on the podcast every day and get the new updates every day. There's going to be a new one there. But, you know, Barbara, you know, I know you're on there, Barbara. You know, sometimes she comes on and she's like, ah, oh, darn it, I missed the live broadcast. You know, I've got here at the end. So we don't know what time things are going to happen. We don't know what's going to take place when that hour is going to be when we're going to share. Why? Because we want to fix our eyes on Yeshua. He is the pioneer. He is the leader. He is the perfecter of faith. Yeshua, we need you. So come on. We call on Messiah tonight. We say we need you. So we're dealing with that which is hindering. We want to throw off that what's hindering. So let, let's just look at hindering for a moment. Let's think about hindering. What are we seeking to do right now? We're seeking to be built up in our faith. So what is the things that hinder our faith? One of them is not knowing who you are in Messiah. Don't listen to who the devil tells you you are. Don't listen to what man says. Ah, you know, you're not going to amount to nothing. Ah, uh, you know, what about all those visions the Father gave you all those years ago? Look at all the time that's gone by. Is it all not real? You know, you're, you're not going to amount to nothing. You're not going to see the promises of Yehovah fulfilled. Do you know who you are in Messiah? Who does he say you are? Knowing who we are, do we know that we have our orders from him? That we can walk by faith knowing who we are in Messiah. So that's that's the first one of areas that can hinder our faith, not knowing. So Father, we want to know who we are in Messiah, in Yeshua's name. Another thing that hinders our faith is being out of place as a believer. Stop spending time with people who are draining your faith and, and get around people who are building your faith, who are encouraging you, strengthening you in your faith. Are you out of place? Is the Father telling you to do something and you're disobedient? Then it's not going to go good for you. It's going to hinder your faith if you're out of place as a believer. What I love about this walk of faith is that we are on a journey, that we are on what? A path. Hallelujah. Let's go back to our scripture there. Good old First John. Come on. We're just going to keep going over this stuff because what's the Father doing? He is building in our lives. Hallelujah. He's building in our lives. Thank you, Father. Where's the verse I'm looking for? Um, hold on one second it's going to come Hold on one second. Don't you hate that when that happens? I can see it. 
and I just can't grab hold of that scripture. Okay. Alright, it's here and it's it's the word abiding in him. That's what I was looking for. It's first John chapter three, verse sixteen to eighteen. By this we know love that he laid down his life for us, that we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has um, the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does Elohim's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word, um, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed. And in the truth, we are called to get in the way of the Father. We're called to walk, not just to talk. You know, we don't just want to talk the talk, but we have got to walk in deed and in truth. We've got to press forward in Messiah. Hallelujah. So let's get to the place where what? We're aligning ourselves as believers, that we are in place. So are you hindered in your faith because you're out of place as a believer? Is the Father revealing the truth to you yet you're still walking in a lie? That's that's called being out of place. It's called being out of sync. If the Father's given you a truth, you're called to walk in truth. Hallelujah. So get the C-O-M off your promise. Stop compromising. Hallelujah. Are you failing uh, or in righteousness? Are you failing in righteousness? Elohim said that he would not remember our transgressions. We were in uh, Jeremiah chapter 31. There's so much in that portion. Obviously, we've got the renewed covenant and everything there as well. But verse uh, 34, we just stopped dead at it uh, when we read. uh, No, we read just part of it. We, We stopped. We didn't give the last part of that verse. And the reason why I left it out was for this moment. Are we failing in righteousness? It says in verse 34, part B, For I will forgive their wickedness, and I will remember their sin no more. Hallelujah. He doesn't remember our sins, so why are we remembering our sins? We are called to get to the place where we are saying, Father, you know, we are, we are called to be right standing before you, that we are righteous. Hallelujah. We are not saying that we are without sin. So if you go to 1 John chapter 1, I'm just going to read uh, a verse or two there. It says, uh, verse 7, Dear friend, I'm not writing you a new command, but an old one, which you have had since the beginning. This old command is the message you have heard, yet I'm writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in him and you because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. So we want to speak forth the light. And every time we see a new command I give to you, what it's meaning, I'm renewing the command. You know, because Yeshua, he didn't come and bring new commandments. He came and endorsed the Father's commandments. And this is the problem with the greasy grace message. It's got you away from the Tanakh and the Torah because, oh, you were just under grace. You know, the law is done away with. You know, thou shalt not murder. It's done away with. 
Thou shalt not commit adultery. It's done away with. Thou shalt not steal. It's done away with. Thou <laughs> remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. No, these things are not done away with. These are the ketubah. These are the conditions of the marriage covenant. And guess what? We are betrothed to Yeshua. We are called to walk in his ways. Hallelujah. So we've got to recognize that, you know, we are not without sin. We're not called to walk without sin. So if I read, if you read that in First uh, John chapter 1, it says, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word has no place in our lives. So look, what we're called to do, and this is one of the key things that I'm sharing as we mature in the faith. Why do so many giants of God fail? They fail because they lose touch with the importance of teshuvah, repentance, to turn around from your sins. Well, you know, I'm walking in faith. I don't need to repent because I'm a new creation. The old's gone. Behold, all things are new. Listen, we need to keep daily accounts before the Father. He is faithful and just and he will forgive us. Uh, he will purify us from all unrighteousness. But come on, it's not giving us a license to think that we have some exemption certificate in the way we live our lives. No, we press into you. We press in. We say, Father, we want to uh, uh, succeed in what it truly means to walk in righteousness. So what hinders faith is failing in righteousness, failing to confess our sins, failing to recognize that he has purified us from all unrighteousness, failing to get to the place that we recognize that we need to be in him. Hallelujah. Another area that hinders our faith, missing the mark in walking in authority in Messiah, missing the mark. We talked about that just uh, as we were reading uh, just a few minutes ago from Hebrews chapter 12. We're dealing with missing the mark. Well, let's, let's deal with missing the mark by going to the mark. Let's go to Mark. <laughs> Genesis, Exodus, Mark. <laughs> let's go to the book of Mark chapter 16. Yes, you know what's coming. Yeah, Mark chapter 16, hallelujah, verse 15, when Yeshua appeared to them. He said, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is mikvahed will not, um, whoever believes and is mikvahed will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. And this is what we're talking about. We're talking about establishing a supernatural belief system within our life that we will see an incredible outpouring of the Spirit, incredible transformation within our life that people will not recognize them because the glory of Yehovah will be so strong in and through our lives. Go into the world and preach the good news to all creation. Listen, if, you, if you're in the coronavirus and lockdown, you can start preaching to creation. Come on, open up your window 
and start preaching to the trees in the back garden, start proclaiming to the birds that are flying by. You know, I'd go up the hills and I'd start proclaiming the word. I didn't have anyone to preach to. I just went up and preached the word right there in the mountains. Hallelujah. There's something so refreshing about proclaiming the word to creation. Creation's not giving you funny looks when you're speaking. It's not like, what, what, what's he saying? Oh, I don't believe that. I don't like that. When you start prophesying and declaring to creation, you just see creation smiling right back at you. Hallelujah. Whoever believes and is mikvahed will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Come on. We don't want to miss the mark in walking in the authority of Messiah. We have a commission. You know, what's hindering your faith? Not walking in the commission. Not preaching the gospel. The gospel and the preaching of the gospel is not just is not for evangelists. An evangelist is called to train and equip people in sharing their faith. And that's what we're doing right now. We're establishing the foundation of our life so that we can walk in greater authority and see incredible transformation within our life. What did Yeshua say? He said, go into all the world. We don't want to get to that place that we're walking in a lack of faith and and stubborn refusal to, to believe, but we are called to minister his love and his truth. Because what did Yeshua do before he spoke this? If we go back to verse 14, you know, he had to rebuke them. You know, he says, you're missing the mark of authority. You're missing what I'm saying to you. Yeshua appeared to them. This is verse 14 of Mark chapter 16. He appeared to the 11 as they were eating and he rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Oh, I'm only going to believe if I see him with my own eyes. You stubborn mule, come on. Let's get focused. Let's get in line. Let's not be stubborn. Let's not uh, be those who, you know, are in doubt and unbelief. Yeshua has risen. He has given us a commission. You wait till you receive power from on high. You are not called to go do good works just to justify your religion. You are called to go in the authority of the Messiah. And that's what we are preparing. We are preparing the release of the authority of Messiah. Wait in Jerusalem until you receive power from on high. You know, why did Yeshua not just impart it all to them in five seconds? Why did he leave? Why did he just leave? And they still had to wait. Because of the feast day, because of the appointed time. It's all about his appointed times. Hallelujah. That's why we're getting ready for Shavuot. That's why we're laying this foundation. We're getting things put in place so that that appointed time, we can receive the authority that will take us into a whole new dimension. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Oh, we are not going to miss the mark. We're going to walk in the authority of Yeshua. I don't know about you, but I'm making a choice. I'm making a choice. What other things hinder our faith? I've written down here, spiritual laziness. Well, you know, I've got to go work out with my body. You know, 
I need to get some rest. I've got to watch this TV series. Um, all the excuses about avoiding time in the spirit. Are you spiritually lazy? Come on. Let's identify areas within our life so we can correct them so that we can be on track. Are you spiritually lazy? You know? What does it say in uh, Proverbs chapter 3? Trust in Yehovah with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Come on. Let's be spiritual powerhouses. Let's uh, rise up in the spirit. Let's get up early and get in the presence. Do you want to have radical faith? That's your choice. (laughs) Yeshua has already done it. What's he waiting for? He's waiting for you. You know, you're going to prophesy in accordance with your faith. I'm getting ready to bring a word for Shavuot, for uh, Galilee Awakening. Let me tell you something. I'm in preparation for the building of the faith, for the delivery of the word. Because that prophetic word that's going to come forth is going to come with the fire of the Spirit to bring transformation. The Father's already given me downloads on elements of it. I'm getting ready. That's what's going to happen on Shavuot. We're going to see a gathering of the nations and people coming together and the proclamation of his word will go forth. So are you spiritually lazy? Only you can answer that question. These are things that hinder your faith. Are you speaking a diluted message to please man and walking in the wrong direction uh, to source your needs? How are you looking to have your needs met? Are you coming into the presence of Yehovah so the Father can meet your needs? Are you walking with other sources? You need to get uh, the assignment of the Spirit. How do you get through this current crisis? How do you deal with the situations in life? Are you speaking a diluted message to please man? What hinders your faith? Man-pleasers. If you want to be a man-pleaser, it's going to hinder your faith. You know, Smith Wigglesworth, one guy I love, you know, get hold of his material, start reading it, ever-increasing faith, great stuff. He's got some things in there against the law and about grace that's not there, but there's some key things within his book, within his life that are so important. And, um, you know, study some of those things and look at what he shares. But one day he's in a funeral You know, the person's been dead three days and the Holy Spirit tells him, get up, grab the body out of the casket and throw him off the back wall and command he comes back to life. (laughs) I don't know about you, but if that was, you know, one of my relatives, uh, a funeral with one of my relatives, you know, could you imagine the, you know, plumber Smith Wigglesworth walking up, ripping open the casket, grabbing your dead relative pulling them out of the casket, throwing them off the back wall and saying, in the name of Jesus, come alive right now. Speaking life into you. That's radical faith. That's radical faith. You know, we've got to get to the place where we get out of ourselves from the place of man-pleasing and moving into the dynamics of the Spirit where we are obedient to what the Ruach HaKodesh is saying. And here's the big problem in the body of Messiah Many believers don't know how to accurately discern the voice and the word of God. You've got to be able to hear his words. You've got to know his word. You've got to walk in his words, walk in his ways. Hallelujah. 
So let's get rid of compromise. Let's say, I don't want to be a man pleaser. I want to be a God pleaser. I want to please you, Elohim. I'm going to press into you that I will please you with everything I say and everything I do. Hallelujah. Another point uh, of importance of our faith. That was uh, just a few things I wanted to share with you on what hinders your faith. Not knowing who you are in Messiah, being out of place as a believer, failing in righteousness, missing the mark and and not walking in authority in Messiah, uh, spiritual laziness, speaking uh, man-pleasing messages instead of the word of Yehovah, sourcing other directions to see your needs met and not walking with the Father. I just want to read First Timothy chapter 6 um, over that before we leave what hinders our faith. Hallelujah. So let's, let's turn there, First uh, Timothy. First Timothy chapter 6. Oh, thank you for your word. Hallelujah. We have the word. (laughs) Your word is alive. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Verse 11. But you, man of Elohim, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, pursue godliness, pursue faith, pursue love, love, endurance, and gentleness, Fight the good fight. Look, this is battle talk. This is what it takes. You want to see faith moving in your life? You want to see incredible signs and wonders happening in your life? Then you've got to exercise your faith. I was telling you the story about the guy uh, who got radically saved, the, the businessman, when I was fasting for 40 days for another need. Then I started adding on all the other things that the Father was calling us to intercede for. The reason this gentleman came to faith in Messiah is the Father gave me a prophetic word that was so powerful it supernaturally changed his life because he knew there was no way I could know the things that I was speaking. He said, there has to be a God because how could you know those things? They were so precise, they were so accurate, they were so in his face that he fell on his knees and had to repent before a great and mighty God. Come on. You want to walk in prophecy? Oh brother. I don't, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I'm that happy with you. Saying you're a prophet. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay if you say you're a pastor. I'm kind of okay if you say you're a teacher. I'm kind of okay if you say. You know. But you know evangelist. But you mentioned that prophet word. Oh brother. Oh You know, if someone says they're a prophet, they mustn't be a prophet. Listen, you will know if someone's a prophet by the fruit in their life. Do their words come to pass? Are they seeing prophetic fulfillment and breakthrough within their lives? You know. You know. Hallelujah. Where were we at? Yes, we're talking about fight and talk. Yes, we are. Hallelujah. Verse 12 of uh, 1 Timothy Chapter 6, verse 12. Fight the good fight of the faith. Hallelujah. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Hallelujah. Take hold. Take hold. So what are we saying? Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life. 
I'm living in the eternal life. I'm living in the spirit. I'm not going to live in the flesh. I've been supernaturally transformed. Hallelujah. Glory to Yehovah. I'm walking by the spirit. New Day says on Facebook, it's scary to see the things. But for it's scary to see the things before it happens. Yeah, it is. It is. But you've got to learn to overcome fear. Uh, you know, this walking by the Spirit and being obedient to the voice of the Spirit, we've got to practice His presence and walking in the Spirit on all occasions. By able to hear the voice of the Spirit, God has saved my life on many accounts. One time when a whole bunch of guys had knives in me in a Glasgow bus station years ago, they put their knives in me. They said, give me your money right now. We're going to drop you right here. And this is Glasgow. You know, this is like Beirut. You know, this is not some nice little sweet by and by place. Man, these, these guys, they will put the knife straight in you. I looked at them and I said, you have no idea who you're messing with. I'm going to count to 10. And if you're still here, when I finish counting, you're going to find out who I am. And I start counting. And as I count, they, they, they are right there. They're not shifting. I'm looking directly into their eyes. I'm looking in this one's eyes. I'm looking in this one's eyes. I'm looking in this one's eyes. I've got people behind me that I can't see. I've got six people around me, all with knives. I've got six blades that are pushing into my mid area. And when I get right down to that last number, boom, they all flee because fear took over. I stood by faith. I stood by faith to see the promises of Yahovah. We stand by faith. We move by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. So, Father, we thank you. We want to come to an end today with uh, talking about God's word is true. You've got to partake of the word and get to the place that you see the truth of the word bringing transformation in your lives. Hallelujah. So I want you to, we're going to share just two verses out of Psalm 119. I hope you love Psalm 119. It's an incredible portion of scripture that talks on the importance of the law of Yehovah. So we're going to go to verse 42. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I've got Randy letting me know the video is dropping. Well, we just proclaim right now it's going to lift up in Yeshua's name. And this feed is going to keep going out in Yeshua's name. 42, verse 42, it says this, Then I will answer the one who taunts me, for I trust in your word. What does it say, verse 41? May your unfailing love come to me, O Yehovah, your salvation according to your promise. Then I will answer the one who taunts me, for I trust in your word. Do not snatch the word of truth from my mouth, for I have put my hope in your Torah. Hallelujah. Put your hope in him today. Put your hope in him today. Psalm 119, 142. We're going to share this verse in closing. Your righteousness is every is everlasting and your Torah is true. So I want to say to you right now, come on, 
Fan into flame the gifts the Father's given you. Let's be those who walk by faith. We're pushing off that which hinders us. We're getting rid of the sin that eagerly, easily entangles us. And Father, we are pressing in in Yeshua's name for a mighty outpouring of the Spirit. First Timothy chapter 6. But you, man of Elohim, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. You need to confess your faith with others. You don't just get saved and keep it to yourself. Hallelujah. In the sight of Elohim who gives life to everything and of Messiah Yeshua who while testifying before Pontius Pilate made a good confession... I charge you to keep this command without spot or blame until the appearing of Yeshua the Messiah, hallelujah, which Elohim will bring about in his own time. Elohim, the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen or can see to him be honor and might forever hallelujah amen let that be your prayer first timothy chapter 6 verse 11 uh, to verse 16 come on let's stand upon his promises i hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the message today May you go forth in his name and experience the blessings of Yehovah. May you shout the victory in Messiah. May you see his kingdom come and his will done. I want to thank you for joining with us. If you want to connect with us, you can go to bulldozerfaith.com. If you look in the heading of this, you can see a link on how you can give and support the ministry. Listen, stand with us. You know, we are ministering, we're in outreach, we are looking at ways on how we can be a blessing to minister to the brokenhearted. And as we do that, we want to take you along on the journey. We want you walking in this. It's one thing to know all the answers from the scripture, it's another thing to live it. And what we are doing right now is we are preparing the lifestyle. We're, we're preparing what it takes to live this word out. With demonstration power. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining with us. I'm going to get for uh, hold of the comments after. I uh, can't uh, see the feeds coming up right now. And the comments are not uh, showing right now because of what's going on with the signal. It's just a storm. But we have victory in Messiah. So uh, check with us again tomorrow. Thanks for joining with us. It's a blessing to be with you. And uh, if you've got prayer requests, just Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com or just message me on YouTube or message me on Facebook. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.